primetime with the Lord of uh, Butt Prime and Johnny Samsonite. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, what's up, fam? Welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 160, I think. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday, February 15th. Hey, James, happy belated Valentine's Day, man. Oh, thank you. I happy yeah. <laughs> co- colonial <laughs> colonizer fucks yeah. around and out day. <laughs> Where'd you find that? I James is referring to a link that he sent all of us in our Slack chat. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, the colonizer, Captain James Cook, tried to take a Hawaiian chieftain captive on nice. uh, or like hostage on Valentine's Day. And so they didn't like that very much. So they stabbed him in the neck. Have you ever seen uh, Drunk History? I have. I'm pretty I've sure that's a Drunk History episode. It might have been. You know what? It's, Which it's got me even more. It just made me laugh. It's good. Yeah. I don't. I don't know about you, man, but I've always hated Valentine's Day. I whether I like it. whether we, I'm single or not. We are. We we pretty much agree to just do something another okay. time. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's my two cents. Um, that voice is the voice of James, as you all probably figured out. He's on our show a lot now. Um, and I'm your host, John Swanson. If I didn't say that already, we segued into <laughs> nothingness pretty quickly. Um, it's going to be a whole episode of that. Yeah, I think so. Because I don't think we're going to talk news today. I think we're just going to stick to James has been playing Metroid Prime and I really want to hear about it. So <laughs> we're the only two that get anything out of this. At least, uh, you know, that's something, man. Yeah. Uh, but first, we'll go through the lowdown. If you want to be part of the conversation or have something you want us to weigh in on, hit us up on Twitter at MN Gamers Podcast. You can email us, podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. You can check out our outdated website, mostlynormalgamers.com. Uh, check out our newsletter at subs- mn.gamers.substack.com and send us a text or voicemail to 507-291-2991. And with that said, James, do you want to go for what? Have you been playing anything else that you want to talk about? I, I have been playing. I've been playing this little game. So with my beautiful analog pocket that I've been playing video games on, my my new... You know, I've heard of those. Yeah, have you? They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're amazing. Um. The uh, before bed, I've been playing a little game called Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and this is like I know it's like everybody talks about Final Fantasy Fantasy Tactics. It's like this big, big, big thing. Like, oh my god, one of the best games of all time. You know what? I never played it growing up. I have a copy of it. I've had a copy of it growing up, but I never really played it. But what I did play was. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance on my Game Boy Advance and fucking loved that game. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just a fun little tactics game. It's so like. Is it, a, is it a port or is it an original? No, no, no. It's an original game. So like okay. it's while. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, but it's like a completely different game than Final Fantasy Tactics. You play like a bunch of kids that are like you, you start off the game like in the real world and these kids are like having a snowball fight and that's your tutorial of how to play the game yeah. uh, and then like you hang out with a bunch of the kids after school and one of the kids brings over this book of monsters and fantasy stuff with writing that nobody understands and you read the book and they're like hey these remind me of my favorite video game monsters from final fantasy and then like 
the middle of the night, you all get sucked into the book and you're in Final Fantasy land and you, you join up with these clans and you start like saving the villages and you meet up with the other kids and people from like your, your real world. And they're like, nah, man, I, I, I want to stay here. This is an awesome world. The real world sucks. And you're like, but I want to go home. <laughs> so you're fighting to go home while everybody else is fighting to stay here. But like you're you're sort of allied, but you're not fully. It's really I don't know. It's got like this really charming like dude. Yeah, sounds far out, man. It yeah. sounds like a, it doesn't sound like a Final Fantasy game at all. No, it, it's like so like even like in the middle of like a thing, it's like your character will be like, oh, man. I remember in like this, this is just like my video game Final Fantasy. And this is like, oh, instead of bat- <laughs> random battles, they're called uh, engagements. Okay, I get it. I, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, and it's just so funny, like how tongue in cheek it is with like that sort of world and lore. And, and they just chill with it. And uh, it's just such an interesting take for like a video game to referen- reference itself outside it's i don't know i love it uh so i've been playing that and having a blast and then i just saw a tweet the other day that it's like the 20th anniversary i was like oh great oh nice Uh, now thanks for reminding me yeah that was what else did that happen with earlier this week and i saw i thought the same oh metroid prime Prime. and uh i also got uh, an email for tickets for yellow card because yeah. they're celebrating the 20th anniversary of Ocean Avenue. Oh my goodness! And uh, I was like, oh, maybe I should buy tickets to that. And that's the, so. Yeah, that's three things this week, man, that have made me feel old. Yeah, probably both of us. Yeah, so it's yeah. like I'm I'm just basically living like it's 2003 again. <laughs> hey, it's not so bad, man. I'm right here with you because I've been playing. Uh, other than uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, I played Astro Boy for like oh, a nice. little bit. Have you do, have you ever played it? I've played. Oh no, I that's the no, I have not. But it's it's what like the Astro Boy is like the old cartoon, the Japanese cartoon, right? Of like the yeah. sort of robot boy with the yeah, yeah. I've I've never played any of the games, but uh, is it any good? Like, if there were <laughs> saves, I would probably play it all the way through. <laughs> But again, the like not I, this is I don't know. I, I'm used to I wish things more things had save states, I guess. Yeah. Like and I guess I was kind of spoiled with the uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah. And then the Nintendo, like the Switch online aspect, like they did. They do uh, improve those products when they bring them to Switch online. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, for because sure. they add save states and stuff like that. And ha- not having that, like you kind of forget what it's like. So I guess like this is me talking about uh, more the like what was good about or what's good about Switch Online versus the analog. But what I'm trying to get at is like it's not super interesting until you get to the bosses and the bosses are crazy interesting. Yeah. And like fun to try to figure out the puzzle behind them or it, like the it reminds me of a Metroid boss, basically. Oh, yeah, but yeah. you can't save, so it's like, okay, like... and like. But you're, you're, you're playing... Is it uh, on the analog? Is it a yeah. Game Boy Advance game? Yeah, so I could a... sleep it, but then we couldn't go back to... Oh, I think you can... Super totally. Mario and Luigi 
Superstar Saga. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I think you I can't, can save like, state if it's a Game Boy Advance game. If it's a cartridge, you can. But if it's not a cartridge, then you cannot. If it's a ROM, oh, you can't. Really? Hmm. I just found this out. Yeah. All At right. least I maybe tell me if I'm wrong, man, or if you because figure I'm out that I am sure wrong. Because I've save stated Emerald, and I don't have the cartridge of Emerald. Hmm. No, I'm a hundred percent sure I've save stated Emerald. And you don't have the cartridge? No, I think you hold like the analog button and like B or something. Up like or that. down? Oh, okay. Up or, maybe it's up or down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Maybe. Well, maybe it's I'll check that out. Games. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't mean to. Uh, I was mostly just wanted to get in my two cents about how yeah. awesome the analog pocket is. Get in while we get were on here. the topic, <laughs> and that now that makes I don't even like ta- tactics games, but hearing you talk about Final Fantasy Tactics, I'm like, okay, I'll add that to the list to at least check out. Because <laughs> like Astro Boy was on there, and I'm glad I checked it out. Like, yeah, the thing is, like with the pocket man, I'm just like, I'll play a game, and if I don't like it, I'm you stop out literally nothing. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's so, back when we were kids, you get a game and you're like, I'm going to play this and, and I'm going to like it. I don't care. Because yeah, <laughs> I absolutely the, have only, to. Because I paid the only money game for it. I got this. Yeah, this yep. time around. So, um, and it's um, anything else? so expensive. I, yeah, well, Metro Prime. But, um, oh, that's okay. But uh, I have been like dabbling. So I, I just recently, yesterday, got a, um, xbox series s oh yeah man so that's been an exciting little ordeal so i've never owned an xbox before this is my first xbox i've ever ever purchased and the only reason i bought it is because i was loosely looking i don't know maybe one day i'll i'll pick one up something cheap right but uh chrissy found it on the facebook marketplace for like like 250 canadian and i was just like well that's like a good 150 dollars for the going going price less yeah i'm like well all right sure why not so i was like should i message him she's like go ahead i was like is it available yes okay cool i could pick it up after work sure i'll meet you like the guy's like i'll meet you like a block from your work i was like all right met up with me handed it over gave me an extra controller that he says it's it's like um what are those uh, the elite controllers Oh, right on. But it's got a, the one problem is it's got a drift problem. He's like, I don't know if you can do anything with this. It's got a drift on its one control stick. So I did a quick YouTube video search. And I was like, oh, this guy seems to have like several different fixes. So uh, if it comes to like having to take it apart, that's no problem. I've I've taken apart my controllers and I'll yeah. take apart con- consoles and stuff like that all the time. So um, there was a switch fix for that. Like when the switch had drift like i don't know i'm sure you remember that like at the beginning of like when the switch first came out there was a lot of talk about the uh drift and i think there still is but like i i still got a buggy buggy controller but it's not a big deal to me like it stops if i do i I can stop it from drifting yeah it It was the least bothersome thing ever yeah at the end of the day like i can i can fix it and um so so does it work yeah, works great. I the, mean, the elite. I, I mean, the elite yeah. controller. Oh, it, it works fine. It's just got that slight drift problem. So I'm gonna tinker around with it and try and fix it, and hopefully I'll have two Xbox controllers so I can play a couple co-op games. Because I saw there's a lot of little co-op games on the Game Pass, which is really the reason I bought it, is so I can play yeah. Game Pass games on a. Like I started playing um, um, Hi-Fi Rush again 
on okay. like on, because before I was playing it on my PC and I had to run it at like the weakest lo- like like uh, power on my PC as possible. So I was like, and it was like in the tiniest window because the size of the window affected how the game played. So if, to run it as smooth as possible, which was pretty damn smooth, I had to do low graphics and like a window that's maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 inches. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so it was real tiny. No, yeah. I have a massive like um, TV that I use for my computer monitor. So it's like really like I'm sitting really close to the TV to stare at, stare at a tiny little but window. <laughs> Um, which was just, it was absurd. But now I can play in full screen and it's glorious. I get every bit of information. Like, I was like, oh shit, they score are like how many beats? Like, um, when you're playing Hi Fi Rush after a fight, it'll give you like scores. And mm-hmm. like, how, how often like you hit on beat is always like a score. And it's like, I, you would, I would always see the letters like A, B, C, or D. But, uh, they also have like percent hit and i was like oh i didn't even know we had that because <laughs> it was too small i couldn't see it so did you finish so did you get to the part yet that you were frustrated with when you played it originally? i haven't i've i've done a few of them like they still they're still hard for me like it doesn't that okay. didn't change anything but gotcha. i'm gonna play it on stream so, so uh um that's what i'm playing tonight after after i'm done podcasting with you and okay. uh i'm gonna see how it goes and i i heard some people say you can switch it to just be one button so you don't have to like jump around from button to button so yeah that might be a way to get out of like those really stressful moments but i i don't know i'm i really like the game there's just some hang-ups that really really upset me Um, Yeah. So it's like this, like, I really want to love it more because it's like I was talking to a buddy today who I convinced to play. And he's like, you didn't tell me that it has like the art style of beautiful Joe. I was like, oh, I I thought I did. But it's it's just like it's I don't know. It feels like a Capcom five game got released in 2023 as a shadow drop. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and it's funny that Shinji Mikami. Uh, was the executive producer on this game. That is funny, man. He was the like uh, co-director and director of two of the Capcom 5 games that actually got released. So that was Resident Evil 4 and Killer7. So yeah, it's it's good. I'm, I actually I know like it, so. Killer7 was part of that. I, and yeah. another thing, man, I never even played Beautiful Joe. Believe what? It or not. Oh my yeah, God. I know, man. There is a game. That is... I. I saw it in a Nintendo magazine, uh, Nintendo Power, and I was like, I don't think I'd like this game. But then I played Double Dash, Mario Kart Double Dash, and it came with a demo disc. And on that demo disc was Beautiful Joe. And I played the first level so many times. It was so much fun. And then when it came out, I bought it in a heartbeat. It has so much charisma. It's got like, like there's the character. It's just like your the main character is kind of an idiot. And it's so much like there's a lot of like allusions to like what this like hi-fi rush is. But it like it follows all these tropes of video of uh, uh, old action movies and, and stuff like that. And it's really yeah, isn't it in like comic. It's yeah, it's 
it's I mean, based on film, right? So it's like it's, it it does look yeah. like comic style, but it's like it's supposed to reference old like B movies, like action B movies with like um what is it where they uh it's a type of Japanese um like Power Rangers is is one of them where like they are or or Ultraman is one of them where it's like the characters jump in these in these suits and then somebody dresses up as a monster and they pretend they're like giant robots fighting. Um, oh, gotcha. Uh, but it, it's a, it's a reference to those type of films. And yeah. um, uh, but he is like a like the main character is a huge film nut for that sort of stuff. And he's watching like he takes his girlfriend out to watch like a marathon of these movies who she does not care. But then suddenly uh, one of the uh, the characters from the uh, the bad guys from the actual uh, movie reaches out of the screen and grabs her and he has to like, he gets sucked into the movie and has to fu- save her. So he's going through all like these movie sets and like every level is broken up into acts. Why? I was, I was coming here to talk about Metroid prime. Now I'm talking about beautiful Joe. <laughs> this but is, I'm uh, glad you are because like, I remember seeing that game like at an E3 or something like that. And I was like, yeah. that is fucking sweet. I don't know how I never played this game. Like it, I owned a GameCube. There's literally no reason for me to oh, have not played this game. It is it is so good. And like it's one of those things where it's like I, I played it on stream and it's it's such a good game. The only problem I have with it uh now it's it's a little dated and like having it in HD and widescreen would be like perfect. Um I don't know yeah. if they've ever re-released it, but it doesn't um, look like it. I'm looking right now and there's actually I was hoping there was one. It came out early enough to be on the advance because the GameCube was between span between the advance and the Game Boy DS or the Nintendo DS. I mean, they had a beautiful Joe on DS. It was it wasn't half bad. I know a lot of people like complained about it, but I actually really enjoyed how it played for what it was. And I remember 100 percenting that one while i was at my parents cabin one one summer nice yeah uh (laughs) yeah nature (laughs) you you may be able to still buy that because you can still buy games on ds right can't you oh i don't know about that is that store front shut down i might have shut down or it's it's i don't i feel like it's always that that sort of damocles has been hanging over our head for like ever yeah it might be and i just forgot but um, you can still because you can still buy the same currency. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Which anyway, is a weird thing to talk about. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, why? How did we get on the topic of beauty? I was t- I mentioned the Capcom five and Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush oh, reminds yeah. me of the Capcom five. Capcom five being beautiful. Joe Resident Evil four, uh, Killer seven, uh, PNO three and Dead Phoenix. Dead Phoenix got canceled. Uh, Piano 3 was a GameCube exclusive. The, they were all supposed to be GameCube exclusives. Capcom was producing five games for exclusively for the GameCube to help boost its sales. And then <laughs> I don't remember what happened, but Capcom's like, yeah, we're going to we're going to port all of these other games to other consoles. It was yeah. like less than a month with the res uh, maybe it was a couple months was it really it was it felt like a couple months went by and then they're like and res- <laughs> half of them Never are on mind. different platforms i That's still funny, have dude. the uh 
all four of those games uh, that actually got released with the only on GameCube stickers on their cartridges. Oh, nice. Or on their nice. uh, boxes, which is like, and these are a lie. <laughs> and you th- think about how many, it's even more funny, like how many times that game has come out again. Yeah. It's almost like Skyrim Resident Evil yes. 4 is because it right. lives on everything now, which I'm not complaining because it's one of my favorite games of all time. But And it's uh, wild, but like remakes wise, like look at this. The, this year we're getting we're getting dead space. We got dead space. We're getting uh, Resident Evil 4 and we got Metroid Prime and there's more to yeah. come like that's yeah. just. Uh, but I'll use that as my segue for Metroid Prime because. Yeah, that is probably that was the first so metro prime is the first metroid game that i've ever beaten it's probably like one of the most like like i don't know it has some of the best memories it is a fucking game like it is so good and when it came out it was so good and i remember looking at the graphics when it came out and being like blown away like you land uh you you're in the visor you've got this cool hud uh you shoot your like um your arm cannon the blast goes off right in front of your face. Suddenly you see a reflection of Sh- Samus's face in the visor. It was like, I was like, what? This is impo-. like you look up at the sky as it's like raining down on your helmet and the little raindrops are stuck stuck on your helmet or you jump into the water and you jump out and it all like drains off of the front of the visor on the HUD. It had one of the best is still to this day, one of the best HUDs in a video game ever. Like, it's just so well done. Um, yeah, I watched my friend play it, and I remember being blown away by the art style, man. Like, and yeah. just the the fidelity of the graphics. The GameCube was a pretty solid machine. That was the last time, like, PlayStation or like Nintendo tried to be part of the power game. So, like, yeah, they had the power, you know. Oh, for sure. And the the crazy thing is, like, I remember I would walk to, I'm at lunch hour, walking down to the corner store uh, from high school with a couple buddies of mine, and like. We all have different consoles. Like I had a GameCube, another buddy had the Xbox, and another buddy had the PlayStation Two, and we'd all be bickering about what's his, which is the better console. And like because we're idiots at the time, right? And I would be mm. like, like he'd be arguing it's like Xbox has like Halo, and it's like the like the best like first person shooter, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, but dude, like have you even seen like we get it? Like Xbox is a more powerful console than the GameCube, but like. Metroid Prime still looks better than almost any game on that on that like with a few exceptions but like it was just what they did was just phenomenal and they released it again this year Shadow dropped at a Nintendo Direct and they were like $40 I might yeah for like (laughs) way less than we would normally expect that is not a Nintendo move like I thought for sure that was gonna be $70 full price price, yeah and uh yeah, I bought it like I was at work when that when that news dropped and I just immediately dropped like start, signed into Nintendo at work, bought it. It's downloaded. By the time I got home, I was ready to play. And uh, it's got like the dual analog stick controls now. And the way they do the controls, because like the controllers now have way more buttons than they did before. Mm-hmm. And because they're taking away essentially four buttons because the gamecube controller had the c buttons right mm-hmm. or sorry the the c stick um yeah and the c I stick wish was... i had a wave bird controller with me because the wave yeah. bird was pretty sweet man oh Do you have sure 
I don't have a wave bird. I'm just thinking if I've got a GameCube controller sitting around here, but I, I do, but it's, pro it's probably tucked away. Um, but it, they have the C stick, which are like the N64 C buttons, but the C stick was used to change your weapon uh, because throughout oh, yeah. Metroid Prime, you collect different beams and uh, you would just hit the C stick to change it. And because they've changed it to hold X and use your D pad, uh, it allows them a whole bunch of extra buttons, like uh, essentially a whole bunch of extra button real estate. And, uh, and because it's like twin stick or not twin stick, sorry, uh, dual analog stick, um, controls. Now you can mm -hmm. move, shoot, they've got it. So like, if you push B, you jump, uh, just like you would in, in Metroid prime, but you also have bumper jumper jumps. So like I could play the whole game bumper jumper. So I'm jumping, aiming like moving like it's so fluid and it just it took that game that was like nearly perfect to begin with and just made it so much better and the upscale graphics just it's phenomenal it's like i'm playing it i'm like this is the best looking game on switch right now and it's amazing that it's just a remake of metroid prime which was the best looking game on gamecube yeah um i fuck, it's so good it plays so good. It's just like it brings back all of these memories of like, oh, like just sitting one Christmas upstairs in my parents' attic playing this game like till like I can, late into the night. And um, but yeah, no, it's outside of nostalgia. It is. It's solid. It plays. I I, I said it. <laughs> I tweeted it uh, the other day. I was somebody's like, what do you think is like the game of the year so far? And I'm like. Honestly, Metroid Prime. <laughs> I think like, it's it's weird. People are like can can it be uh, the game of the year? I was like, why not? Are we are we gonna can, are we gonna argue that um, Resident Evil Four or Dead Space could be game of the year? Yeah. Sisters? Like why or, would we say like, any remake? I'm right? certain it was in people's lists. Uh, Resident Evil Two was the year that was remade. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I'm sure people... the, the argument might be those are re that's a remaster, right? And because yeah. it's a remaster, um, like essentially there's level design changes like Resident Evil 2 is a whole different game than the 64 yeah, or PlayStation 60 uh, Resident Evil 2. Like it's it is a different game. And so I can see the argument for that for remakes. I'm like it was essentially it's a complete facelift of a game. Uh, it's a lot of the assets have been like done up. Like I remember I was doing a, there's a fight where you get the, uh, the plasma or not the plasma beam, the uh, wave beam and you fight a monster called the she goth. And it's like a giant bipedal, like sort of like chunky looking T-Rex monster with giant icicles on its back. And um, I remember doing that fight like as a kid and being like, Oh my God, this is so cool. This is such a cool fight. And I was doing it again on uh like on my playthrough and i could see like its eyes i can see all of like the grooves in its face and its jaws and i was just being like oh my god this is like it's weird that like this looks so new to me despite me having such fond memories of it and like certain areas being like this is exactly how it looked right and then you look back and you're like oh my god like the it's night and day it's not, yeah yeah it's just like your childhood nostalgic memory uplifts yeah. all of these things and 
Oh, it's just what a game. I, Dude, I beat it here. I beat it and I did. A, I got 100% on it. And now I'm about half, a little over halfway through on my 100% run on hard mode. And it's just like, I got I just want this game to keep going. Um, I heard Jeff Grubb uh, mention that the game is they are like because he's the one who t- told everyone that it's coming. Uh, he said it was going to come last year, but it didn't. He was wrong. Got to, it. Got waited. They waited till now. Um, but he did. He does say that that they do have uh, essentially not remaster like remasters of uh, two and three and coming Metroid Prime two and three. But they're not going to be to the same extent as what they've done with this one. Um, Interesting. But it's cool too. Like Metroid Prime has its storytelling is very like it seems really linear go here go here collect this item um explore a bit find like go to this next area but i think its beauty is in it's like it's very like dark souls before dark souls because as you're going around these areas they have this feature uh that samus has called like the scan visor and use it to scan enemies and find their weaknesses and it logs them so you try and complete a full log and then you can scan like there's like these hieroglyphics and like in like metroid lore samus was raised by like this bird race of people called the chozo and so you scan their old hieroglyphics and it tells you like the lore of the planet that you're on and why they came here and all that sort of stuff. And then how they became essentially extinct. Um, and then like you scan like computer terminals and stuff like that. And it's got like the space pirates, which is Samus's adversaries and like why they're here. And they like always refer to her as the hunter. And, and like, they're like, Oh, we got away from that last, last battle with her. Thank God she's not here. And then as you progress through the game, you start getting logs where like, she's here. Oh my God. Like we got to do everything. If you see her, stop her and like pull up, like up our security. And like, it's just really cool how the game like evolves through like these, like essentially like logs. Yeah. And, uh, but like, you have to kind of want to find them in order to get those pieces of story. And I mean, if you just want to play a Metroid game and speed run through it, you can do that too and ignore them entirely, which I think is they play to that, like that play style so well that you can just like, you can get a story out of it if you want, or you can just like blast through and do the classic speed run Metroid. Um, It's really good. I, I bet one of the best games I've ever played. And still it's one of the best games released this year. I'm oh, glad they right. nailed it, man. Oh, they nailed I it. I mean, I can't think of... I, I think the only thing I've played this year is our games that aren't from this year. Because I've <laughs> yeah, played right? Biomutant. I mean, I finished God of War, and then I played Biomutant. And yeah. now I'm playing The Ascent, which is... Oh, uh, yeah. That's... I think that's also on Game Pass. It I is. have played it on Game Pass and thought it was all right. And now I'm playing it on PS5, and it looks freaking gorgeous. Yeah. It yeah. is stunning i think i might be uh like in love with cyberpunk and i don't know it like <laughs> art style and stuff yeah because yeah. every i loved cyberpunk too man and i just love i don't know i love that like uh sci-fi grittiness like the yeah. futuristic with the gritty like it doesn't 
this dystopian society that's super advanced. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, and the isometric gameplay is kind of like, uh, what's, I keep wanting to say dragon age and then Diablo. I don't know why I thought of dragon age, but, uh, so it's a lot like Diablo as far as like your perspective, you know? Yeah. And then you're the game after that is basically just a twin stick shooter. Yeah. So like pointing with the right and like moving with the left. Mm -hmm. Um, and the story is interesting. The map leaves a lot to be desired. Like you can't fast travel very efficiently around it. Um, upgrade systems aren't like too sweet. Like your tertiary weapon is like loads by kills. So like as you kill people, it recharges and like that mechanic isn't very like fruitful in the game like it's not fun to use that mm -hmm. but all in all i paid like 11 dollars for it on playstation on sale yeah and i would say it's totally worth the worth that and i think it's 30 bucks like at baseline and i would yeah. say that's totally worth it too but interesting yeah no i, yeah. I saw it on uh because i was going through the game pass now that i got this xbox right so i've been going through game pass just to, taking a look at a few games to download and so like i downloaded like a, a handful of them to get me started right at ori and uh the blind forest and uh fantastic uh, i did did you play well of the wisps i oh, okay wait, wait wait is will of the wisps i haven't played either of them i know oh, chrissy was playing Ever? one of them she was playing never Will of the wisps Okay, Chrissy was playing Will of the Wisps. I've never played any of them. Um, I know they're good. Dude. I've watched speedruns of them. but That's another thing that I'm shocked I, that you haven't played. I, I want to. They've always been on my list, but it's like it's always been on an Xbox platform. Uh, mm -hmm. Milton Gwousty, who uh, he worked on those games, and he is the uh, infamous uh, game dev who created uh, um, SMR2, uh, AMSMR8. ASMR. I know that's that's what's messing me up now because AS that's a thing. AM2R. There we go. I did it. <laughs> AMSR. Another Metroid 2 remake. He made uh, AM2R, oh, yeah. uh, which is, I think, one of the best Metroid games I've ever played. And it's not even that's an official one? Nintendo one. Hmm? Is that the 2D one? Yes, it is a 2D uh, Metroid. It, but like they basically like took Metroid 2, like the the storyline of Metroid 2, and they made it uh, as like fleshed out, like it's like a Metroid Fusion uh, gameplay with a little bit even more because like, they it uses control sticks. So like aiming on an angle is a lot easier than hold like because you used to hold like the shoulder buttons to aim up and down yeah. and shit or hold one of them to stop moving and then you can aim with the d-pad but um it uh i i have a copy of it all the time on one of my computers because i think i do too it is just such a good game and as far as me metroids go they took like metroid 2 which didn't at the time didn't have anything other than the game boy version of it which was is still a fantastic game. I stand by it, um, especially for old games, right? I know old games are old, but uh, it's still, it's a good game. Um, and they had incredible exploration uh, for what it was, right? Um, but they took it and they took these like very bland areas that have 
essentially that are just like uh, because they didn't have color. It was just like just different tiles. And like this is this area and <laughs> these slightly different <laughs> alien rock forms are this area. And they gave them whole personalities and whole like it was really cool. And it just they created a story out of it and they did such an incredible job. Uh, the gameplay was top notch. And then uh, Nintendo poo-pooed it, can, uh, of course, because you know what? You got to protect your IPs. I'm yeah. not going to like, I was pissed off at Nintendo for being like, so like a lot of the people who worked at Nintendo had played it and they're like, nah, it's, it's a really good game. <laughs> but like they have to, like they, you have to do that. Yeah. Right? You have to protect your yeah, IP. I get sure. it. Yeah. But it's like, I, I, my argument is like, like, look what he did. Like, it's not a yeah. secret. He's been making it for years. Give the guy a job. <laughs> And uh, a different game studio did. And uh, yeah. he went on to help build uh, the Ori games, or at least one of them. I know he did one of them for sure. I think the dude did both. I think it was the same people for both. In my opinion, yeah. the second one, or the first one's better than the first, second. Oh, okay. So you're one of those people that has to play things in sequential order. I do. I do. I don't. That's why I can't play I would... um, uh, Uncharted. Cause I came, oh. cause I came to Uncharted one way too late, and I just it's so like controls so badly that I just do really want to play. It. I feel like yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've played that one recently, but by recently I probably mean in the last like three years. Yeah, and it it was different. Yeah, it's weird, man. Like going back to things like that. And you're but like, I mean, oh, like wow. maybe if you've played it before, you might have like a fondness for it. But like me, I'm just like, why doesn't this work? Why is this? This is such like this accuracy. This is just like I'm standing here and swarms of enemy keeps coming at me. This is so stupid. Right. Like, I want to like, I don't know. Like there's a lot of like that. And then I was like, oh, why doesn't this platforming more like flesh and stuff like that? And I just I don't know. I can't play it. And then I don't <laughs> want to just jump ahead to the sequels because I want to know what's going on story-wise right. and so i just don't do it well it's am2d oh the the metro prime 2d one yeah i remember seeing that i have a copy of it but i've not played it gotcha. but i did not play am2d or metro prime 2d i am2r is the name of the milton gwausty's version of it and it's just it is such a good i remember following it when they first started because i was a huge fan of metroid 2 um i say that as like well <laughs> while i'm a person going like i've Mil metroid prime was my first metroid game that i beat uh i did play like the originals I, as a kid like i rented the original a couple times never got very far i remember playing super metroid at a buddy's house in like i don't know like elementary school but um, yeah, I never really got into them until Prime came out. And then I went back and I beat Metroid 1, the original on the NES. I uh, got myself a copy of Super Metroid, beat that. Got me a copy of uh, Metroid 2, got beat that. And I, I just started like, I was just, I, I was hooked after that. So Metroid, good games. Spawn. Yeah, they, dude, it is weird, that, weird to me that those things don't so Oh. One more thing about the ascent. If <laughs> yeah. Another like you. It sucks that you probably doesn't have crossplay because if it did, which would be freaking sweet, there are a couple co-op trophies oh. for it that I won't get. But if you played it, then I will. I was. Oh. I'm honestly contemplating uh, convincing my wife, who doesn't play video games, that she's... she could do them because she could. They're not hard. 
Is it, and, can they do couch co-op? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, okay, so there you go. But if we could cross-play, that would probably be better. But yeah. I'm guessing it probably doesn't have it. What do you think? Yeah, I, we could look at it. It's not really it. a thing. I, I'm definitely, uh, I'd definitely be down for it. Um, it's unfortunate that's not a, like, common thing that just happens now. Yeah, yeah. I know. But it's, here God. we are. We're so greedy nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you going to uh, play with your um, fancy schmancy uh, Game Pass? Are you going to play any more Vampire Survivors? What's next on your list? I, I mean, I've been playing Vampire Survivors on my phone, and I'm really happy that it's my phone game. Uh, with Game Pass, one game that I downloaded that I've had on my computer through Game Pass, but it wasn't playing well on my computer, and it was frustrating me, was why uh why what is it weird west so when i say why oh yeah i've heard that's that's good that's a thing uh and it's kind of like a twin stick shooter fallout in the wild west with like weird like monsters and yeah uh, it's i've played a little bit like i basically played up to where i was before and uh a little bit past there now and it plays so much better on like uh console that can actually handle it uh which makes my computer just sound like utter garbage um but it, dude i've heard that's a good game i thought that definitely seems down in your down your alley because it seemed like it kind of was like a fallout like an earlier fallout yeah. game like it, uh but updated that's yeah you know? so that's what i should say it's more like fallout one and two when i say compare anything to fallout i am not comparing it to bethesda skyrim with guns um, I know that, but I, I, <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to make it. sure everybody else yeah. did. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's so why it's, it's slightly like it's got that like top down view. Uh, you're running around the world. You're talking to people. You're like you've got like you can make decisions and have dialogue trees and stuff like that. And and uh, and then it's got twin six shooter elements and a lot of like like you can. Um, like uh, stuff I've been finding is like, oh, like you've got a kick button. So now you can kick like barrels at people. So you can kick barrels of like, say, explosives at people and then shoot the explosive barrel and then blows them all up. And and uh, you can like stealth kill people and drag the bodies and or lay the body in a specific location that you want to lure people to. And they got to see their buddies dead and they run over there and then ah, but you've got you dump the, uh, a lamp with a whole bunch of oil there and you just throw like a um some fire onto that and let everybody on fire and it's it's cool it's like it's really cool but it's like a lot of the times i get because it's a lot of buttons i i'll push the wrong thing like oh i i do the wrong action and it, it gets a little muddled but uh after i get used to it i think i'm gonna be a lot better yeah cool man yeah yeah well keep us updated on your um weird west new yeah your weird west and your experiences with game pass i will yeah no, it's, it's it. nice to be able to play more than just like small indie games yeah well dude and the s is like a good buy too like because i i have the s also like yeah, i didn't yeah. spend for the um extra power of the x and like i don't regret it at all like oh i downloaded what is the What's the one that everybody loves and but the main guy is gone um, or is fired because he's a bad guy? Um, oh, uh, oh, fuck. why? High on life. That's the one. Thank you. I was just talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I never finished that game because I was like, 
I don't find this funny and it's mildly entertaining while I'm playing it. Maybe you'll experience it differently, man. Like, see, for me, I come from like a little bit of a background of like knowing a lot of the people he works with. Uh, because when I played it high on life for the little bit that I did as choppy and terrible as it was, um, Mm. I got to a spot where I ran into a character that was like, I was like, Oh my God, that's Rob Schraub's voice. Like I I love Rob Schraub, uh, who's like, uh, like he writes movies a lot of the time with Dan Harmon or he writes for Tim and uh, not Tim Eric. Um, what the fuck is Rick and Morty and, or he wrote the comic series scud, the um, disposable assassin. And just like, I know him from other things. And then I know these other people they work with and they often use each other in their content. So that's what I was getting excited about. But yeah, hearing Justin Roiland's like voice over and over and over again is now gonna, I, I might not be able to get, that out of my head being like yeah hey when i just don't find the i don't find it funny like okay interesting humor funny but that's me man like so i am anxious to hear what you say but anyway um you got a stream to prep for and i should probably go to bed or something (laughs) or Um, something yeah yeah i might play so then i think i'm almost to the end so um, yeah oh that's exciting i'll probably finish maybe finish that up or something finish a game this year What's that? Catch up, catch up, finish some games. This I know, year. right? I know. <laughs> I was so weak, weak last year, man. <laughs> I was disappointed myself, but yeah. Anyway, James, where people, can people pick up your stream, man? Uh, you can follow me on, at twitch.tv slash BLP Entertainment. And before you ask what that stands for, you can also follow me on everything, like yeah, everything uh, at Butlord Primus. Yeah, BLP. <laughs> Easy to remember, man, the acronym. Yeah. I like it. Uh, you can find me at Johnny Samsonite. You can find the podcast at MN Gamers Podcast. Uh, Angie at Stellar Smalls. Dude, Angie needs to be on the show because she needs to tell us about what she thought about Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Watched yeah. it. And I'm kind of like on the cliff wondering. I, I want to ask her if she's going to play the Golem game. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually interested anyway. in that game. Yeah. It looks, it's for sure, it looks interesting. Anyway, and Chris at via G occasion, except he might not get it because he takes breaks from Twitter. I don't know, maybe he's on this week. Off he's on week. Tumblr. Never apparently. Know. You can hit him up yeah, on Tumblr. For sure, which used to sound creepy, but it doesn't anymore. <laughs> and he, remember, Tumblr used to be like, I don't know, sketchy. Let me yeah, it well, way. it's like we're, we're playing games from 2003 and Chris is on social media from 2003. <laughs> yeah which is totally fine i think that's yeah i mean do your thing man and then uh email us podcast at mostly normal gamers.com mostly normal monthly mngamers.subsec.com uh voicemail text 507-291-2991 i think that's it that's all the things we did it we thanks for joining us we'll see you next week another episode in the bag in the books <laughs>